Welcome in, Dream Team Fantasy Podcast. Working with the skeleton crew. Skeleton crew of two of us. Um, Manu is in the north side. I don't even know what that means. Uh, He's in the north side. Uh, <laughs> Hugo was dealing with some pup stuff. Jose didn't get off work in time, so we just, we just got two of us here. Quit, quit your job, Jose. Yeah. Like, quit your job. Tell your boss, like, Focus. hey, bro, I got to work. I think his boss is his parents. But, I know, yeah, but that's them. why you yeah. should be able to have that conversation. Yeah, tell them, hey. I don't know what I was going to say. Hey. Hey. I need to be off at this time. I'm a grown man now. <laughs> that's what you need to say, Jose. <laughs> They're going to be like, fine, go get a job somewhere else. No way, no. Jose. <laughs> um, we had our kind of first taste of uh, football last week. Kind of. Hall of Fame game. Got to see Zach Wilson. Did you watch any of it? I watched it a little bit, not much. Yeah. Um, I, I noticed, uh, you know, a rookie that we kind of covered a little bit, Charles Tillman, was playing in the game. The wide receiver from Texas that's now on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, uh, he that, is from. Never mind. Isn't he Tennessee? Was he? Oh, he might have been Tennessee. Yeah. yeah Cedric right. Tillman. Yeah, Cedric. What did I call my Charles? Mess- Charles. I was man. like, hold on. I don't want to make sure I'm messing up, like, because he was one of the guys I liked out of there. I apologize, guys. <laughs> I, I was like, are you talking name. about a different guy? That's why I was a little hesitant. Wrong name. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about Charles Tillman from Texas. Uh, but <laughs> Cedric Tillman looked great as well. But, no, he had a, a few good plays where, you know, caught my attention. Granted, you know, it was against pretty much backups. But uh, Randy Moss then came out and said that he's going to be the best receiver from this draft class and that every team is going to be mad that they passed up on him. He's the one that came out banged up, though, right? I yeah, he was he played. hurt most of last year. Yeah. I think he played a little bit, but uh, yeah, not a whole lot. And I think that was a little hesitation from teams. Yeah, so I think he was still a third-round pick. So day two pick, mm-hmm. nothing, not too shabby. So see how he does um, rising on him a little bit in terms of dynasty. And potentially redraft, I don't know. If you're playing in a really deep league, he might be named. Um, that could be very interesting. Keep an eye on. Yeah. Especially on a team where they're going to be looking for that second and third guy yeah. for wide receiver. And then we got an update today that said uh, that the New Orleans Saints signed Kareem Hunt. And JK, JK, because apparently he's now going to Indianapolis to take a visit there. There's rumors that they've already offered him more money than the Saints, even though they haven't met with him. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Like I think his stock rises big, like up pretty good, depending on with the Taylor deal stuff too. Yeah, he could be a surprise. He could. That could be yeah, top. I don't know. Probably round eight. Ish. Yeah, he'd be towards the end of, I think, what? I don't know where you might see him. We're around where David Montgomery, mm-hmm. Rashad White are kind of going. That might be where you're seeing. But, um, yeah, we'll have to wait and see what happens with him, which is kind of interesting because I feel like 
went through this whole off season, and there was you know talks of all these other running backs getting workouts and stuff, and nothing on Kareem Hunt, and now it almost seems like he's gonna be the guy getting picked up first. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's probably not asking for as much. Maybe realizing they don't have much leverage. <laughs> I saw a report that the Jets are getting frustrated with Dalvin Cook and his indecisiveness and are contemplating <clears throat> rescinding their offer. That makes sense. I think he's really just trying to, one, get as much money as he can yeah. to completely skip any training camp. You want that, but also I don't think you do. Like You're, you're wanting him to come in and be used to that offense, so he needs to get with the team. I think sooner than later, not giving you playbooks. So, granted, as a running back, most of that stuff's probably the same, but still terminology, getting used to handoffs with your quarterback, and it just sucks for the people that are going to be drafting in the next couple weeks if there's no answer on that. Because you know, do you take the chance on Hall? Yeah, do you take the chance on Hall? Do you take the chance on Ramondre? Uh, Where do you take Dalvin? Like. Mm-hmm. If there's just a lot of question marks surrounding him, and it's not just him, but people, other running backs too. So it's like, yeah, you would hope to get this situated sooner rather than later. But as of now, it's not great. I don't think it's going to get settled anytime soon. Uh, doubtful. I don't think there's really any injury news thankfully i mean jonathan taylor's still out with an ankle injury well now he left the team facility yeah so i don't know i don't know that's just it it became a drama over like three days yeah pretty cool jim mercy does not seem like the greatest guy (laughs) at controlling the chaos nope um Eric Bieniemy is uh, <laughs> apparently demanding a lot from players with intensity, and those players are going behind his back to go talk to Ron Rivera. Uh, Makes you wonder who it is. I think it's Bieniemy. Well, no, I'm saying oh like, the players. Yeah, like you think it's a veteran or like you know, is it a Terry McLaurin or is it a rookie or? You know, yeah. Brian Robinson or the quarterback. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know who it is, but uh, I don't know. I'm starting to think the enemy. I mean, this could be a, a, where, you know, someone's just complaining to complain. But mm-hmm. There was reports the la- last couple seasons that, you know, people in the Chiefs organization were kind of tired of him. And that's one of the top or- ran organizations right now. Yeah. Um, he's interviewed for countless head coaching jobs and has not gotten any mm-hmm. despite having some of the better offenses in the league. Scared the shit out of me. Pablo's barking. Oh. And so, yeah, I don't know. It's a lot to to digest. Yeah. I don't really like taking anybody from Washington right now. I think no. Antonio Gibson's probably the one that I've taken the most in mock drafts so far. Mm-hmm. That's because he's like an eighth-round running back, but... It's just a, a flex play. Yeah, basically. But I like Terry McCorn. I don't like where he's going. It's too early for <sighs> what he's got around him. 
Not fun there in Washington. <clears throat> not at all. And then the only other thing is Bridgewater signed with the Lions. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's one other thing, too. Is people are freaking out about depth charts. What? Because they have different shit in random places? Yeah, it's like the Falcons right now have Bijan as their third running back. and He's taking all the first team practice reps, so... <laughs> I know. Roshan Johnson, the rookie for, for the Bears, is like <laughs> right now listed as fifth string... There's just, it's, guys. It's just. Breathe. Yeah. That's why coaches hate doing it, is I think they do it just to piss people off, too. I think it's, yeah, just like, hey, let's put the veterans here and, you know, go from there. So. But yet, today we're going to get into my guys and our value players. Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to start with the value players because my guy seems more like a main event type of I think so. type of deal right there. So It's the best information. Value players. We are going to go and start with the quarterback position, some values that we see there. Um, well, I'll go with the three guys that are not here to start out with mm-hmm. and, and go with theirs. We have both Hugo and Manu saying Jared Goff uh, is a value. I, he he said golf guy. I so know. I'm assuming he's a uh, I don't know. Manu is maybe it's the golf and golf guy. I don't golf know. Golf and golf guy. <laughs> so yeah, Jared Goff makes both of their lists. Hugo also put Kirk Cousins, and then Jose put Justin Herbert. Um, I'm not quite sure how there's value where he's going. I could see that because I think he's out of the tier kind of one guys, the guys that could finish at quarterback one overall, he's probably going the latest. Yeah. So I think there is some value to be had there. Uh, he's still going around the fifth round. So when you say value, it's not crazy value, it's... but I think I could see where he's coming from yeah. like that. You're hoping you get the top tier guy that. Yeah, you're hoping with the three wide receivers he has and Austin Eckler, that he can you know put he, up forty plus touchdowns. Needs to play like a burrow, and he, just throw for yards, touchdowns, limit picks. Like I think the yards is were there. It's just touchdowns. Touchdowns and picks. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Jared Goff. I think that's an interesting one. There's value if you believe he can do what he did last year. It's going in double-digit rounds. So there's 100% value there, depending on how much of a believer you are. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't think either one of us are a big believer that Goff can repeat. I just don't want to put my the faith of my team. In Goff? In Goff. I mean, I guess that's where you're like, okay, if I pick someone... He might be someone that I would consider if I had already taken an Anthony Richardson a little mm-hmm. bit earlier. And, you know, I wanted someone that's a little bit more proven. But also, it's just, I mean, he was the quarterback 10 last year. I'm trying to see, but I'm pretty sure I mean, he was a little up and Historically, he's not, like, awful. Historically, he's got 12, 6, 13, 20. He's got the 24 from his first year in Detroit, and then last year he was 10. 
Yeah, I think the problem is it's uh, touchdowns a lot. Not just that, but a stretch from week five to week eleven. He was quarterback twenty nine, quarterback twenty eight, quarterback sixteen, quarterback nineteen, quarterback twenty two, quarterback twenty six. So it's like those are weeks where if you have a couple of those weeks from a guy that's not even, you know, a top notch guy, you're gonna consider dropping him. Well, and like one of them, sixteen. That's he got eighteen and a half points. But outside that, the rest of them were so bad. You are gonna struggle to even win six three. Six and a half. It was basically the games that he was not getting over 20 points. He was kind of, he was hurting your team. Mm -hmm. He wasn't putting up numbers that's like, okay, I could live with that. I think, so it's like, uh, he's a value if you get the right matchups. Yeah. Week one going against Kansas City. It's a decent defense, nothing great. Seattle, Atlanta, so I don't, I just... Green Bay, Carolina, Tampa, Baltimore. Yeah, I don't want to have to start him. That's basically where I'm at. I agree. Um, yeah, we talked about Herbert. My pick for value at the quarterback position was Geno Smith, quarterback five last year. I'm not saying he's going to repeat that, but he was one of five quarterbacks to have over 30 touchdowns. Last year passing, mm-hmm. um, so, and he just added the best receiver in the draft, potentially. Um, so, yeah, I think, I just don't see any way that he, he might go a little bit down on touchdowns, but he should be pretty steady and safe otherwise. I think if there's someone I would believe more, it's him and the amazing part is he's going right around the same time as Goff. Yeah, and he's had more weeks where it was, you know, salvageable, mm-hmm. keeping you in. Didn't really have any games that was like, okay, he carried my team to the victory, that one. So you're not looking for that, but if you punted the quarterback position and have a really solid lineup besides that, I think Geno is a good, good player to plug in and get. 18 points. God, how did he finish? That's crazy. He only had like four or five weeks where he finished top five in quarterback. The quarterback position in a hole finished That's pretty bizarre. terribly last year. So, yeah. Bizarre is, is, is right. All right. Go to you and yours. My first one is Mr. Kirky Cousins. Kirky. Kirky Cousins, just like who was it? Twin. Yeah. Yeah. Finished as quarterback nine last year. Has the 20, best. I have him at six on this. Is it six? Where did I see nine? Oh yeah, I don't know where I saw nine. I don't know. Quarterback. I think I meant to say he's going in the ninth round. Probably. I can't talk today. Apparently, no, it's, not it's, good. Good. it's not good when you're hosting a podcast. <clears throat> but I mean, you finish that way. You got an offense that's built to pass. I'm not a big believer that Madison's gonna carry him rushing or anything. And I just, I, I just see a a good one. And he was somebody who could win you or keep you in contention a few weeks. He had a few bad ones, but. 
I don't know. I expect him to come out a little bit. Chip on his shoulder. It's contract year. Contract year. You know, good Kirk Cousins to get right there. Yeah, I mean, once again, these are all quarterbacks that if you did not focus on It's a lot of punt. Yeah, if you're punt. These are good, I think, just, you know, if you have them on your team, you're not going to be upset necessarily. Yeah. And then the other one I have is Mr. Aaron Rodgers, who's going... I'm very hesitant. Are you? Yes, because I drafted him last year, and it was it was not fun. I'm sure. 15, 17, 17, 16, 11, 15, 16, 16. Last year, he didn't have a single game over 20 points. Now, with a new... Offensive with the Jets, you know, uh, true number one receiver and and Garrett Wilson that could change. Mm-hmm. I just really don't want to bet on it. You know, forty year old quarterback. Uh, I feel like he's kind of dropping. It's a lot of the um, what people did with Tom Brady towards the end of his career, like kind of just projecting a downcline instead of like. Looking at it, I think last year there was just so many combining factors with him that. Um, I like downcline. Downcline? <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, wow. The de- predicting the downcline. The decline. Um, the decline. <laughs> but I just think last year was more of a fluky kind of deal. Just rookie wide receivers all over the place. Um,. You know, you lost your favorite guy in Devontae. You got to find somebody new in Devo- in Wilson. I think he's just in a better spot. I'll be out, personally, but... I just think it's a value you get a quarterback like him in the ninth, 10th round, kind of where Kirk Cousins is. And I think it's just uh, it's an upside that you can have for very cheap Yeah, as a backup quarterback. And these guys are starters but they're good backups too you know you just never know yeah I don't doubt it but I've been hurt so I'm not drafting it's okay go to the running back position where you and Manu both have James Connor. it's definitely somebody that I uh, considered putting in here as well Especially where he is going around five, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's good, good value for a guy that's mid five, possibly falling further. Like, yeah, for a guy that's just done pretty well in Arizona, and then you figure. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna hurt or help him that if Kyler misses a couple weeks. But Connor also did pretty well in the weeks where Connor or where Murray was out last year, mm-hmm. so I'm not as concerned with that. He's, he's the he only running on. back there. Um, yeah. Did, did they? Did he? Did they add a, a tackle too? They drafted tackle. I yeah. think yeah, they pit with their first pick, so mm-hmm. you know a little bit. Improvement there on the offensive line as well. 
And so, yeah, James Conner. I just think if you go off last year's 20th ranked and he's probably going as like the 25th to 30th running back. Yeah. Where he's going to is is a lot of – there's interesting running backs there where it's, you know, Damian Pierce, who you also have as a value. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Think he's one. It's just how much work is Devin Singletary gonna take away from him? If it's not much, then Pierce is gonna be a, kind, a great pickup there. I was worried about that a little bit, and then I kind of was thinking, and so I think a little bit changes because last year, like Pierce was kind of once they got him going, that's when teams realized like we've got to just stop him, and they stopped that offense, and that's what they did on on him, like. The beginning started off pretty good, and then he kind of, the teams just started picking up on him. So, but I think this year is a little different. They've got a quarterback that can move, they can take some pressure off, and depending on, I mean, I just think the off they they've got protection there. They've got the best pay, best left tackle, or right tackle. Was it? He's it's left. Tunsil. Yeah. Uh, I just don't see. If if Singletary couldn't keep a job with Buffalo where he had it pretty easy, I just don't see him taking much work away from Pierce. I feel like I can, though. You also <laughs> have in that same area Cam Akers, who could also be listed as a value. Um, last three games of the season last year, all over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, finished his last five weeks, 19 points, 9 points, 13, 34, 14, 15. So nice points from your running back two or potentially three where he's going. So, and then you've got Madison, Madison, right who's you know could be good as the lone back in Minnesota. And then Swift is is he going to get enough passing work? Mm-hmm. So those are all guys that are interesting. I think it's kind of waiting to see how camp turns out for him and what they're once they kind of start. Actually playing a little bit in preseason to uh, get used to game speed. Yeah. Kind of get a feeling on who's got what. Jose has James Cook and Khalil Herbert. Herbert could be the ultimate value if he does get majority of the work in Chicago. But there's three backs there, and we don't know which way that's going to go. So if you want to take the risk on that, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. James Cook is just someone that I'm not really high on. At this point, it's just because he's, I don't know, actually now because they brought in Damian Harris, which I think, who will, I think, take carries and touches away. Mm-hmm. There's still the long shot that Delvin ends up there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I just, not that interested. Hugo has Rashad White and Jav- he has Jay Williams. I'm gonna assume he means Javante. I was about to say that's not smart of him. Um, so, yeah, but Rashad White <sighs> could potentially be more of a three-down back for Tampa Bay. Javante apparently is a freak of nature. This is what they're kind of describing him as: is he's healing from the torn ACL, MCL, and all that like faster than. Pretty much any human, not named Adrian Peterson. Uh, so that one could be, you know, a year ago we were talking about Javante Williams as a top five dynasty guy. Mm-hmm. So 
He just needs to get out there and stay, stay on the healthy side. Yeah. He's a break tackler. He will get plenty of opportunities. Just needs to healthy. Speaking about needing to stay healthy, my guy is Rashad Penny for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's just someone I can see getting majority of the carries if he stays healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his some he's something crazy as like a career six point six six yards per carry yep. in his career, which is absolutely insane. Um, anytime he's been healthy and gotten the opportunity, he's done great with it. And this is going to be by far the best line that he's ever had in his career. So, yeah, there's a, a whole lot of mess in that room, running back room, though. Kind of makes me hesitant on a lot of them. Yeah, but I think he's got the most, you know, opportunity to get the carries mm-hmm. out of the rest of the guys. Yep. Wide receivers, we have Manu putting Cortland Sutton in there, which I think is. Pretty good values going around round nine, ten. I think it adds a little bit to just kind of with the lack of depth. With Tim Patrick going out, mm-hmm. um, so you know there's there's opportunity for him there. Uh, me and Hugo agree with someone else. We'll talk about him in a second, but yeah, Sutton could be, you know, he's a big play guy. If he could get the touchdowns in there, mm-hmm. could be. Could work out. Well, I think favorite. last year we were talking about him and Judy being in the fifth round ish, sixth round, kind of being drafted similar. And there's nothing that says he can't be there either. Yeah. So Sutton, interesting. Jose has Godwin and Evans, the Tampa Bay receivers. I agree with those being value. More Evans than Godwin, though. I. Evans just disagree uh, with both. I know you statements. you hate their quarterback, but Evans is a, a thousand yard machine. But he's also had a lot of his value come from touchdowns, and I don't see a lot of passing touchdowns coming from the Tampa Bay offense this year. Couldn't be any worse than last year. Oh, it can. It can, and it can be, but I don't know. And then we look when you look at Evans last year, a lot of his success came in that Week Seventeen game. Like, he did not have a great season. Well, blame Tom Brady for that. I don't know. And Tom Brady's a much better quarterback even last year than than Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask. That's kind of what my point is here. Hugo has Brandon Ayuk and DJ Moore. Both interesting guys. I don't know. Actually, I I hate Hugo right now because that more could also be Elijah. I don't know. Um, I'm pretty sure that one's got to be DJ. I would think so, but he also loves Elijah Moore. So, um, well, and Elijah Moore we'll is going about down. We'll talk I, about Ayuk. I like I, I, well, and I've heard good things coming out from Cleveland about Elijah Moore too. So, I don't know. So both Moors could potentially be value <laughs> for him. For him, yeah, but. uh Ayuk is very explosive. He's one of my guys, or my uh, value picks as well. Yeah, he is there. I think with where he's going, he's going... 
He's going around six. Why am I struggling? Yeah, to find six it? is where he's going. Yep. Right by Mike <clears throat> Williams, Tyler Lockett, Michael Pittman, Hollywood. So. See, like he's right there with Godwin. We talked about. I'd take Ayuk over him. I'd take Ayuk over a Watson. A Christian Watson. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, Ayuk is definitely interesting. You know, there's just we talk about San Francisco all the time. You know, with how many mouths to feed that they have mm-hmm. there. And it's not just like Miles Devitt. It's you know you have top notch talent. Yeah. At the running back position, top notch talent at the wide receiver position, top notch talent at the tight end position. So there's just he could be a blow up. Well, he's he's like you described Evans last year. He, that was his year too. He had like three weeks where he got majority of his good weeks and then he had a few like middle and then he had big drop off weeks where you'd be pissed off having him yeah you also have jordan addison and brandon cooks yep as values i think they're both going around eight brandon cooks is eight mid eight and yeah jordan addison jordan addison's early or no where is he where is he oh he's mid seven Mid seven. Yeah, I like. I think I'm going on the the Minnesota's passing the fuck out of the football. That's my theory this year. Um, Addison clearly shows he likes to go fast, so I think he's gonna run really, really fast. <laughs> I think my problem with Addison is he's right around Jackson Smith and Jigba, who I'm very, very high on. See, and I I look at it as I think. Addison's position, though, is better because he's going to be fighting for probably the two being the second guy outside Justin Jefferson on the wide receiver. I could see that, but I feel like Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to get more opportunities. I don't know. Where I think Addison's more just your field stretcher who's going to have 60 catches where Jackson Smith and Jigwood can have like around 80. You think he's going to out-touch Lockett? And... I think it's going to just be not necessarily out-touch. It's just going to be there's a lot of... I think they're going to pass the ball more than you think in Seattle, especially with these running backs being busted question marks. I mean, I could see that. And then I like Brandon Cooks. I think we've talked about him a ton this year. This offseason, I feel like. Especially me. Yeah, he's yeah. You love him. Yeah. And I'll talk about his teammate. Out of all the Cowboys receivers, this is the one I'd rather draft out of all three of them. Blech. Michael Gallup. Blech. I don't know why you're throwing up Blech. at a guy that's going in the thirteenth round. Blech. A guy that's had. A, I don't know if he's had a thousand yards. I was gonna say he's had a thousand yard season. I don't think he. He has. has. 2019, he had a thousand yards. Um, but yeah, two in 2021, he tore his ACL. Last year, not the greatest performance, but he, you know, a lot of players take a year to to really regain what they were. And so I'm I'm banking on Gallup being a lot better. I've seen some tape from him at camp. Cuts look crisp. So I I, I would rather have Gallup than 
CD at his price and Brandon Cooks at his price. Brandon Cooks pricey for you? Yeah, where he's thousand yard receiver going that in was the ninth, two years tenth ago. Year, ninth, tenth round. That like was you're two silly. years ago, man. Last year he didn't even play half the games because they sucked. He's going around, you know, some quarterbacks that I like. I'd rather take them. He, Rashad Penny, who I talked about, is is there. I'd rather have him. Zay Flowers. We'll talk about him soon, but I'd rather have him. I'd rather take the shot on a Quinton Johnston than Brandon right. Cooks, personally. But All right. The thousand-yard machine. Just it's been, it's been it. a couple years, and now he's going into an offense where he's... It's been... All right, mister. It takes more than a year for Gallup over here. This guy's thousand yards everywhere he's gone, basically. Yeah, he's also not had a torn ACL that he's had to recover from. Okay. So. That's a benefit to him. I don't know how you're trying to knock him for that. Just saying, I don't want him. Who's Houston's quarterback last year? Yeah. I don't want him. Exactly. I mean, Dax threw three interceptions today, so, you know, it might be <laughs> bad news there. Well, they're going against the future Hall of Famer of Parsons, apparently, who's just tearing it all up. We'll go over tight ends real quick. Uh, Manu has Tyler Higby. Could be a really good one there because other than Cooper Cup, there's not a whole lot of players yep. to get targets there. Um, Jose has David Njoku and why can't I think of this guy's first name? Ferguson for the Cowboys. The rookie? No, this is not the rookie. Oh. Schoonmaker is the rookie, but Ferguson is projected right now. They're saying he's going to be the tight end one. So if that is the case, Dak likes going to his tight ends. Could be value, but I wouldn't trust starting him each week. Could be a guy that is a waiver wire guy. Mm-hmm. Me and Hugo both have Greg Dulcich, tight end for the Denver Broncos. Once again, Tim Patrick's injury is going to open up a lot more targets. Dulcich came in right away from when he was healthy and started producing. Um, Russ was looking for him, so I think he could be a major value, and he's definitely one of the guys that I'm looking for if I punt tight end. Yep. And then you have Higby as well. We have Higby, yep. Kittle and Gasicki, which I don't think a lot of people are talking about Gasicki right now at all. No. And he's going somewhere where they do like to use their tight ends a little bit. And uh, there's just a little worry because he's obviously going to where Johnu's career fell apart, and uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry's still, still there. there, yeah. But their offense cannot be as bad as it was last year with the three-headed monsters running it. So, hey, Matt Patricia, offensive guru, guru, and then Kittle's I think a value because he's I think the third best tight end come been redraft and. He's going in the fifth round. We'll go from there because we'll go to our my guys, and you'll start out the tight end position. With Kittle. (laughs) Kittle is your my guy. He's a my guy at tight end. I have uh, more. There's there's not really a good my guy here. Um, There's not someone that every single draft you're like, I got to get this tight end. No, in all reality, it's like if I don't get one of the top six, seven guys, um, I'm waiting until the very end. Like I'm not even looking at anything else really. 
just because I feel like at that point there's such a large separation between them that you're just going to be playing the the waiver wire guessing game throughout the season on it. No interest in Njoku farm you Ingram. Ingram maybe I it, it's kind of where they're going. Their points wise, you can get some better wide receiver and running back kind of there. I don't know. It just depends on what you want. Like, I don't think any of those guys you named are gonna be blowing up and winning you a week like Kittle could or any of those other guys can. Yeah, he went on a tear with touchdowns with Brock Purdy mm-hmm. um, as the quarterback. You hope he can do that. He's never really been a touchdown guy. Um, so, well, and even like this last year, watching or when he was doing that. Half of the time, he was taking some short pass to the cows, though. It wasn't like some deep bomb or anything, either. Yeah, that's where he usually kind of produces. But, yeah, other than last year where he had 11 touchdowns, it was 6-2-5-5-2. So, you know, if if Brock Purdy can unlock the touchdowns, he's definitely somebody that's going to prove to be worthwhile. Mm Mm-hmm. Me and Jose are both in on Darren Waller. Um, I think I just really like where he's going in around the seventh round. From what was being told is that Daniel Jones is already almost over-targeting him. To the point where they people are thinking that uh, the coaching staff pulled Waller. That way Daniel Jones had to target somebody else. <laughs> So, I don't know. I just feel like he's going to have a pretty big year at the tight end position. You know, mm-hmm. I could see eight touchdowns easily, which would be you know, at the tight end. That's all you kind of need. You don't need anything crazy. So I just – it's one of those, like you said, if he's targeting him that heavily, though, like I think that's like the easiest thing to kind of figure out how to defend because Waller's not a Kelsey. We all know that. No, and I don't think they have really great wide receiver talent, but I think the wide receiver talent there is good enough to not have the full focus focus where teams can't because, you know, you have um, a couple burners, a couple slot guys. Mm -hmm. So it's like just hope that they can take off enough coverage. Um, I'm hoping he can go back to that 2020 season where he got 146 targets. Because that would be fantastic. That would be good. Uh, and then Hugo has TJ Hawkinson. It's interesting. Fourth round, I'm not touching Hawkinson. Because he seems to have a lot of hype around him. Yeah. And then uh, I, Manu, I think he didn't really fill out his my guys because he doesn't want us to know who he's going after in the draft. I think so. I think he's playing scared. Um, I think he's playing it smart. He's playing it to the best. Because uh, his, his my guys, I'm just going to go over them because we're not going to talk about his my guys. He's got uh, Justin Herbert as his quarterback. It's a given as he's a Chargers fan. And then he has Nick Chubb, Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey. Those aren't really my guys because you can't really be taking them higher than what they're going. <laughs> Knocking shit on my guys. I like it. Because... Oh, so. While you say that with the chop, and I feel like half our running backs are, you know, we can't really take them much lower than where they're going. <laughs> I mean, you can. Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. 
I mean, it Jose's depends. Got Jose's chub. got Chubb too. So he's a first round pick. Like a, you, yeah. it's just how early are you willing to take him? Yeah, if you're, you can say he's a my guy if you're willing to take him top five picks because he's going around like pick nine through twelve. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you can't say my guy too much. So anyway, we'll get back into it. We went over the tight ends already. Wide receivers here. Jose has Amon Ross, St. Brown. Be interesting to see if he really is a my guy because he's already going late second round. I, I wish he was here so I can ask him if he's going to take Amon Ra over, you know, Jalen Waddle, over Garrett Wilson, Devontae Adams, some of those other guys going in the second round. Um, he probably won't give that information either, so but we'll, we'll, we'll have to wait and see what he's, he does on draft day. I could see him if he can. He, I could see him making that pick just because he does some stuff interesting every once in a while. Yeah. Hugo is uh, Jerry Judy, and Hollywood Browner his my guys at the receiver position. Um, maybe he's gonna throw receiver until those guys come around in the fourth and fifth round. Maybe I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> Jerry Judy is somebody that I've been in on a lot too in drafts. He's going around fifth round i think he's a fantastic option for your number two receiver if you are to get him at your third receiver it's just absolute great value there mm-hmm. uh, so he's great hollywood i think is getting pushed down because of the uncertainty with kyler but they don't have anybody else there he should get a ton of targets yeah you know they got rondell moore they got michael wilson the rookie who is, you know, he, he's getting a little hype, but until we see it on the field, it should be, you know, the Hollywood show, which is kind of scary because after he came back from his injury and when Kyler was injured, he didn't do, much. he didn't do a whole lot. That was also when Hopkins came back, and Hopkins had that kind of pretty good rapport with Colt McCoy by that time, too. Yeah, but, you know, you look at the first five weeks, six targets, 11, 17, 11, 10. Even week six had nine. So it's like he's going to get targets. I think that's kind of why I've been in on him a little bit too. There's some receivers around him that are are very interesting. So Mm -hmm. that's why I couldn't put him as my guy. But I think he could. He could have been a value pick, honestly, at this point. I think I was burnt by him last last year, so that's why I'm out on him. And then for me, well, we could talk about me and you because we both have Garrett Wilson as my guys. Yep. Um, I have him, but the sad part is I don't think I'll be able to draft him. Why? Because he's more of a my guy than your guy? Yeah. Well, that and I'm looking at, like, depending on what happens and all that. Like, I don't know. Let's just say this. For me, as a my guy, I'm not scared. I'm not Manu. I'm not scared. I'm taking Garrett Wilson over C.D. Lamb. I'm taking him over Amon Ra. I would agree. I'm probably taking him over Devontae. I wouldn't. Stephon Diggs. Nope. A, I'm thinking about it highly. A.J. Brown? I probably would. Holy shit. Yeah. I'm that, so I'm what? that high Cooper on So what? Cooper Cup then? Cooper Cup I wouldn't. Those top four guys, I wouldn't, but anybody else, I'm considering Garrett Wilson over him. Yeah, I'm definitely not considering him over all those guys. So, 
All right. I also have Zay Flowers as a my guy. Um, I think he's just. I think he's going to be the one in the Ravens' offense. He's already. The hype has been that he's uncoverable, that he's got excellent separation in every single you know pass play that they do. He's a shifty route runner, so mm-hmm. I think just Zay Flowers is a guy that is great. I like him, just not his quarterback. Um, I don't understand that, but his quarterback can't throw. It's proven. It's definitely not proven. Proven. What? It's proven. We'll talk about him in a little bit, but like you can't say that. Yeah, I can. No, you can't. He's gotten over 3,000 yards by 127 one time in his career. How many attempts, though? It's been a lot less than everybody else. It's all good. That just means they don't like to throw. 401 temp, so he's 200 less than some of the top guys. We'll talk about him in a second, but this is you're frustrating me right now. Okay. Uh, you you're ha- frustrating me. You have Brandon Cooks. Yep. We already talked about him. Yep. We don't need to talk about him anymore. Are you sure? Yes. He's, like, really good, though. We talked about Manu and Jose having Nick <laughs> Chubb. Don't know how those are my guys, but we'll see. Uh, I hope they get the first pick and take him. <laughs> Hugo has Rashad White, who he also had as a value as a my guy. So he's really hoping for that passing and rushing work. And be interested to see. For me, I have Joe Mixon. Mainly because of his draft position right now, which is the beginning of the fourth round. And, you know, this is a guy that we consider for the past few years, you know, a first or second round type of guy. Now he's getting the fourth. Finishes the running back 13 last year. I think... There's there's nobody there now that Samaj P. Ryan's gone. Um another one of their running backs just got carted off recently, so I just Chris Evans? No, it was Travion Williams. So uh but yeah, I'm I'm looking at Joe Mixon a lot. And yeah. I like him. With where he's going, yeah, I think it makes sense. I think that's the main thing for me is that where he's going. Because where he's going is great value. If he was yeah. going end of second, early third, I would probably not be mm-hmm. this way. But beginning of fourth, uh, uh, Mixon's great. I think I'm just a little worried about all of his weird legal stuff going on. He'll be fine. There's just a lot of bizarre shit going. He'll be fine. Okay. He's just going to just... You deal with it next year like Alvin Kamara. Yep. Okay. You have Derrick Henry and Najee Harris. Yep. I wanted to have Najee, but I knew you were going to put him in, so I decided not to. I had to. to. Um, if it comes down to it, I'm going to take him in the second round. Like mid. Mid? Mid, probably. Okay. Get a nice little stack, and I'm, you know, I'm willing to jump on Derrick Henry. I think he's going to be you're willing to go with the first round with Derrick Henry oh yeah so how early in the first round I'm not trying to you know fully go out a like lot in... of it's I mean it would be right around after it'd be after the first four of in my book 
Jefferson, McCaffrey, Chase, and uh, Bijan. I think after that, it starts to get him and Chubb involved and some of those other guys kind of with Tyreek. It's like, how do you want to build your team? Interesting. Okay. Najee's just, yeah, beginning of the third round um, for what he did at the end of last year. Mm-hmm. Just kind of hoping he builds off that with a better line. So. Yeah, I... I I'm willing to jump quick. Um, then we can go to quarterbacks and speak about Lamar Jackson, who is Jose's pick, who you hate and think. Jose, but Jose, like we said, fantasy is different. Is he a great runner of the football? Yes. Is there some sketch with that, especially not being able to finish the last two years? Yes. Okay, but you were very high as we all should be, on Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts proved he can throw for 4,000 yards. Threw for 3,700. Okay, and he didn't play for three games. Did he miss three games? I don't know. If that he was. missed two, at least. Um, <laughs> I mean... And then the last... He may have missed the last three. But Lamar had 3,136 in a season. I just, there's nothing in Lamar's stats that just show, like, he's never had this big increase in his completion percentage. He's always sat around the low 60%, which there's nothing wrong with it, but. They've also had, you know, the same offensive coordinator up until now, who has been primarily about running the ball. Mm-hmm. So now with this new offense coordinator, we'll see if they, you know, put more of a focus in on you know, allowing him to throw the ball. I don't think he's a bad... <laughs> he's not good at throwing, as you've said. Um, you know, last couple seasons, he has missed games. He's only played 12 the last couple seasons. Yeah. He still finished as the quarterback 14 and 15 while missing all those games. Yeah. So if he plays a full season... That's based off rushing. It's ability. almost guaranteed... It's guaranteed top 10... But I think you can see a guarantee of at least top seven if he plays every game. I just think when I was talking about him, it wasn't anything knock on his fantasy where he could finish. It's more of a knock on wanting to be big on Zay Flowers. I mean, where it is. I think it's just he has the ability to throw 36 touchdowns. And if I'm thinking Zay Flowers can get open, why can't I think he's going to get those touchdowns? I guess. I don't know. Okay, well, that's Jose's pick for quarterback. I don't know. Um, Hugo's is Joe Burrow, as a my guy. He's going around 3-4 turn in mocks. Yep. I have you think, a hard time with that one. Is there a, you think there's some possibility of him falling a little bit here in the next few weeks, depending on his calf injury? No, not really, because he missed all last season training camp and was fine. And granted, it's a different injury, you know, where you don't want a well, leg injury versus an appendectomy. Mm-hmm. So, I was about to say that one wasn't necessarily he hurt himself. He just had to get an appendix removed. Yeah, I think 
It's I think just where you're sitting at with that three four turn, it's like for him to return that value, you need him to get at least the thirty six touchdowns he had last year. Yep. And the forty five hundred, so those aren't easy numbers to get. He's definitely one of the few guys that could get that each and every year. I just, you know. I mean, the year prior, he had 46 and 34. Yeah. Which is crazy because he finished as the quarterback seven versus the quarterback four. Yeah. I mean, he had five <coughs> rushing touchdowns yep, last year. That'll so. help. Yeah. Joe Burrow, I mean, he's going to be. He's going to be good each and every year. It's just, Almost great each and every year. It's just, is he going to return that value of that third round pick? Yep. I don't want to bet against him and Patrick Mahomes, so I will say yes. But I'll probably wait a little bit longer and take my guy, Justin Fields. Uh, I think, you know, he's been kind of my guy since the end of last year. Mm-hmm. And I've been riding that train ever since. I don't love having to take him in the middle of the fourth, which is kind of where it's leaning right now. But If you want him, yep. I'm willing to. Finishes the quarterback seven last year in 15 games. Um, that was only with 17 passing touchdowns. But, you know, 1,000 yards rushing. And so I think, you know, if the rushing can stay there, hopefully have a much improved offense. And I, I think think we're good to go they've been showing clips where he's been you know pretty spot on with his accuracy and some great throws so i think he's oh last year i said it with jalen hurts that i thought he was going to be the one to take a step forward with aj brown Mm -hmm. granted i don't think dj moore is aj brown but i do think dj moore does enough to help get justin fields over the top that mixed in with darnell mooney back um, I don't like him, but there's some positive reports about Chase Claypool. Better offensive line, an offensive lineman that can you know condition with the receivers. So I'm 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 good with Justin Fields. And then you're my guy, Kirk Cousins, who was also your value pick. Yep. If I pick Kirk Cousins, it's either gonna be, I mean, no matter what, I think I'll do it if he's my starter or my backup. Um, preferably my backup. I don't like taking the backup that early. Depends on who my starter is. Yeah. Um, if it's obviously someone who I don't have worries about, it's okay, but that'd be someone in the top five or six. But, like, you, I think, you with a field pick or... If you go and pick Anthony Richardson or someone like that, that's kind of a a little bit of a wild card. And Fields is more for, um, with the rushing upside, there's a little bit of an injury upside coming along with it. So I think if you got someone that's a rusher, you want the, the protection a little bit. Of If you need a week to fill in, you don't want a week where it's, some garbage off of the waiver yeah i think if it's anthony richardson yeah i am 
willing to take Kirk Cousins. I mean, they're going around the same spot, so it might be a little bit of a reach, but to think you can do that. But, yeah, just because Anthony Richardson's a rookie, you don't know. You haven't seen anything from him. Where Justin Fields, I kind of feel like I'm safe. Like, personally, like I'm not taking another mm-hmm. quarterback if I get Justin Fields. So Until later. If at all. Okay. So, that's just me. I, you know willing to do that so I think someone we didn't talk about that's a good value pick too is Tua I thought about putting him as mine um, but I kind of went for Gino who's more of a later round guy just because Tua's not somebody that I'm drafting all that much because he's going around is it around 9? 8, 9 turn eight, yeah. yeah I think that point I'm kind of it's kind of weird to say I'm going for the upside of Anthony Richardson because we've seen Tua have some games where it was absolutely insane last yeah. year. But we also saw some games where he was very iffy. I just hope he learned how to get tackled. No, doubtful. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, those are our my guys. This is weird because I feel like I was a lot more comfortable with my my guys last year than this year. This year was a little bit of a struggle. I mean, I knew Garrett Wilson was going to be in there. But I had to kind of, you know, do some some real thinking about the other ones. Yeah. Uh, Quarterback's tough just because I'm not a big on drafting quarterback early, so... They've got to fall down for me to do it, and so I'll never pick. I'll never say there's a my guy necessarily. Yeah, it was a lot easier last year when you know, outside of Mahomes, Josh Allen, you know, most of your quarterbacks were going round six. There was a lot of question or mark. later. Mm-hmm. And now it's like this year, if you want to get one of those great quarterbacks, you're having to spend a top four pick on them. Yeah, which, which? might be worth it, but. Especially with the rushing upside. Yeah. But there's always a downside with it. Uh, Up and down. I wanted to bring it up real quick before we close it out. Is there any... Cause I kind of brought it up with you because, you know, as we did a mock earlier, two actually that you took Jameson Williams in the 10th. Oh. And I'm... Not that I hate that pick because, you know, I see the talent of Jamison Williams. I just mm-hmm. don't like it, especially kind of the way you had it where it's like you only really had two or three receivers at that point. So yeah. it's like this was your receiver four. And it's just I played the game last year with Hopkins suspended. Yeah. And my record through those six games wasn't the best. So that's why I'm kind of iffy. I just want to bring it up to be kind of like I'm I'm out on Jamison Williams because of it. It's, uh, it's just hard because it's like you can say if I have the depth there, but it's like if you have the depth there, then what position are you lacking the depth on? Well, and see, that's I guess it depends on your league. So last year I did the Hopkins deal. I drafted him and sat on him. But that league is different than a lot of ones where that one's two running back only. And then three wide receivers. There's no flex play. Yeah. So at that point, I had my two. I think by then I had three wide receivers. I had my two. Like, I just, I kind of was like, 
I learned the lesson of not to overdraft running backs because I did that the year before and I had way too many and not enough wide receivers. So I went with wide receiver depth big time. Yeah, it's... I just don't want to do it. Well, and with, I think... I mean, it's kind of it's different too because it's like Hopkins has been known as one of the best receivers yeah. in the whole league. Yeah. Whereas like Jameson Williams, we haven't... We see the talent. We haven't seen it on the field yet. Well, and that's where I think it gets hesitant is you had last year one game where he could have actually contributed anything to your team. Mm-hmm. And that was the one where he caught that really long touchdown where he was wide open and nobody was near him. Outside that, he didn't play shit last year. Was that his one catch of the year? Yeah. 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 So. So yeah, yeah, and that's I think what's a little hesitant about him of is even when he got healthy and he came like he didn't play. Uh, yeah, I mean it's it's different this year, but like they he showed nothing last year that made me he sits there and like because I mean he's going right where I picked him. You have Rashad Bateman, Odell, Lazard. I think that's what's And in all hard. reality, I think all three of those people can contribute more than he could. And that's what's hard, too, is, like, none of those guys are for sure either. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, yeah, you know, he's a... For that price, it's kind of... But I think you just sold me. I mean, every time this guy catches a ball, it's a touchdown. So, <laughs> I think I'm willing to take You're him You're going to take him now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just hope he catches one ball every game? <laughs> um, but, yeah, there's... I mean, we'll talk about some guys that were You get to that point, and it's just wide receiver gets so thin there. You got Sky Moore. You got the Chiefs wide receivers where right now they're all non-existent, basically, in the top part of the draft. Does that change sooner or later? Yeah, I think Rasheed Rice went down with an injury today, too. Oh, no. Not my guy. (sighs) But, I mean, like, there's Darnell Mooney. You talked about him. You got Adam Thielen with Carolina. Jacoby Myers is the two guy. Yeah, after round 10, you're just kind of throwing the dart, hoping you get someone that can contribute. Yeah. So, until we see that, though, we don't know. After round 10, these are kind of guys that, you know, could be droppable. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and close it out with that negative statement about that so (laughs) anyways we will be back again next week um you know we'll have more to talk about because the first preseason games will be played this week see if you know anybody rookies or anything that are really stepping up and kind of showing that they belong does the hall of fame game do they get an extra game like they did in the past or is that count as their first one too no i think those two teams will get three extra well they'll get that one and then the three regular they'll have the three regular still yeah okay so well and see that's where i think this first week we might see some players play actually too and sean payton already came out and said the broncos starters will play a little bit so oh, good he's doing opposite of hackett last year if our starters won't play yeah at all <laughs> um but yeah i think you know well you see some of these rookies for sure yeah and see who's really looking legit yep and working their way up the depth chart don't forget about depth charts right now though but anyways we're out of here 
love you guys we hope you have a great week we hope that you win the lottery and if you do give us some money for hoping to win the yeah like just share a little bit just a little bit just like 10 mil cool with that I'd be fine with the couple hundred thousand now I seem greedy you know just whatever peace out everybody <laughs> Money like a chino in a suit for real. I'm playing.